0: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This week I'm joined by Chris Dilling. Hello. Kenzo McDonald. Hello. And Daniel Krupa. Hi.
1: So I think for the first time, you're on the knobs this week, aren't you, Krupa? I've been on the knobs before. Have you?
2: I just didn't put them up, the podcasts that I recorded, because I didn't record them. Ah. So if you can't hear any of this, it's Daniel's fault, basically. Yeah, I'm really... Don't, I, like Stuart does quite a lot.
1: I just thought he sat here, but he actually does quite a lot tweaking, and I don't
2: really know what I'm doing. So you're just moving...
1: Yeah, slides. just randomly. I've, I can move you down now. See, nobody can hear nobody, you That's all? really
3: good. You can selectively mute people.
1: There you go. So, And now I'm back. You're back now. Good.
0: Anyway, on this week's podcast, we are going to be talking about the news, as always. We're going to talk about the Olympics, as seen as it is everywhere. Uh, and of course, uh, we've got some feedback, especially feedback from last week's Batman podcast. But first, Nintendo has some money.
3: Nintendo does have some money. Not as much as it should have. Oh. Nintendo's financials were released this week on Tuesday. Um, and they're still losing money, but it's not as bad as it was.
0: So, what's the what's the big deal? The how big much, deal is how much did they lose?
3: They lost seventeen point two billion yen, in, not over, dollars. Over how long? Over the first quarter
0: of Jesus. this financial year. Yeah, how but how lost, much is that in in real money?
3: That's two hundred twenty point four million dollars. Real that's money. That's quite a so lot. was it in or real about, money. hundred and sixty four million pounds ish, I believe. <sighs> That's that's curless a lot in three months. It is quite a lot, isn't it? More than my electricity bill. Nintendo's been losing money for the last year or so because it's been balls deep in R and D costs for Wii U.
1: Well, for a family centered publisher, being balls deep. (laughs) deep (laughs) I put all my balls into R (laughs) and D. Mario's back door.
3: (laughs) Oh, smash it! Uh, Any successes? Yeah, the 3DS is improving steadily in sales. It launched around about this time last year, yeah. in the same quarter, and it managed to sell 710,000 last year in this quarter. And this year, it sold 1.86 million oh, re- in the really? same time. So it sold
0: all, two and a half times?
3: Yeah, it's a 162% number. increase. So right. yeah, people are buying the 3DS, which they weren't before, but that's because the 3DS is cheaper. Biggest news, probably, from Nintendo's financials is that Nintendo's no longer selling the 3DS at a loss, as of last Tuesday. Before Mm. they were selling the whole thing at a loss, it costs so much to make. So the parts have just gone down, the manufacturing costs have diminished. So they've managed to bring the manufacturing costs down to a point where they're actually making money off the console now, which is nice.
1: Does that also apply
0: to the 3DS
3: XL? Don't know, I presume so.
1: Yeah, redesigns tend to be cheaper, but it's bigger.
3: It's more plastic, there's more Lots more plastic. Well, the 3DS XL's out now, so I think we can assume that that will cause another boost. And it also
0: double your money on all the poor suckers
3: <laughs> that have to go and buy a, a power supply. Indeed. A boost. That it really a boost. is unacceptable, isn't it? The power supply situation. Yeah. It's absurd. I don't know how many times we've mentioned this now. Probably like nine. So
0: next time they post their financials will be, it's still, it'll be before the Wii U is out, I assume. It will.
3: It'll be June to September.
0: So you're probably, it's probably another quarter of bad, bad news for that yes. Mario.
3: And then it will hopefully recover when the Wii U comes out. There you go. But Nintendo has vast reserves of cash. They've just got, like, treasure chests full of gold coins everywhere.
1: And when they it. open the treasure chest, what noise does it make?
3: Da-ding! <laughs> Da-da-da-da! Surely. And
1: then well, Watts is just holding it. Hovering <laughs> money, cash hovering above his head. Billions
3: and billions. You ha-
1: you've yeah. discovered reserves of cash. Do you yeah. think
0: it's the Zelda noise, or do you think it's the Mario noise?
1: Well, chests I was thinking. But I think the new Super Mario Bros. 2 on um, 3DS just all about collecting coins.
3: Coins, coins everywhere. I almost
1: found that trailer that came out this week just a little bit, a little bit too much coin collecting. It felt like Sonic. It hurt my eyes. Yeah, it just felt like he was running around and instead of rings, he was collecting coins. It's too so colorful. Coin. Mm.
3: Well, people are always people are saying, well, that'll make it really easy because you can get tons of extra lives. But that's always been the case, really, hasn't it? In yeah. Mario games, in so, uh, the recent Mario games, anyway. Yeah. It's never exactly been challenging, has it? It's never true. Get, well, especially
1: in a Mario 3DS, where you can just get the super Tanooki suit. Yeah. And just run through everything. If you die X amount of times. It's, I think that's a little rubbish, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's quite fun. It's almost like God mode. It's just like, ah, run around, killing everything. Tanooki mode. You know, with a tail, you know? Super Tanooki. Yeah. We're
3: Chris. getting we're getting new Super Mario Brothers ne- next week, aren't we? I don't know. We are. That'll yeah, be yeah. exciting for us. We're reviewing it. Hurrah.
2: Chris. We have some news on the Hobbit front. And it seems that not content with uh, adapting the Hobbit into two movies, they're turning it into three potential movies.
3: It's mm. not that long a book. No. Like Lord of the Rings was pretty long. That was long enough for three movies, but yeah. it was
2: three books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, th- so they've shot the first two. Uh, they just finished shooting actually a few weeks ago. And they uh, forgot
0: to put the dragon in it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. We're gonna have to do another <laughs> no! movie. No.
2: Do you know oh. who's voicing the dragon? No. Benedict. Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: Is he? Yeah. yeah okay. He's actually cool. playing the dragon as well. Yeah.
2: It's not like mocap. Yeah, no, yeah. no, makeup. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, th- this was kind of rumoured at Comic Con. And then just before the Hobbit panel, uh, the studio scotched that, saying it wasn't going to happen. But then Jackson kind of teased the fact that he did want to shoot more footage. And uh, apparently, um, the word is that it would require additional shooting, which would begin this summer for about two months in New Zealand. But it would mean securing new actor deals and story rights. So it would cost them a lot of money to do this. So it's not just going to be like an extended edition. No, this would be a third.
3: Again, I genuinely don't know how you'd turn that book into three entire no. films. Well,
2: I think they've adapted the book now right. in these two films. So this would be a third film, I guess, joining. Like a
3: bridging film. Yes. Yeah.
2: But I thought the end of the second part was supposed to be doing that. Yeah, so, There's um, like a
3: 40 year gap, isn't there? Between the end of The Hobbit and the beginning of The Lord Yeah, of
1: the Rings. and The Lord of the Rings has sort of it gestures towards The Hobbit
2: anyway. So when you look back, they'll kind of weave together, I guess. Um, he says, "If if we're going to do it, we have to make a decision soon." Um, an insider says, um, "It's strongly driven by the filmmaker's desire to tell more of the story." I guess if they're enjoying themselves and they've had a good idea.
0: But I uh, see. I think three films is taking the piss a bit.
2: Mm. How, how much? Um, it
0: seems cynical. The only thing: how much more did uh, the re-release of Avatar make? Because didn't that do pretty well?
2: It did alright, but I mean, they—they're not particularly comparable, I don't think.
0: No, but I was just thinking, if that was a success, like, well, could it just be extended versions that they would re-release in the cinema a year after they've initially come out?
2: No, this is for a third film to come out the Christmas mm. after 2014. So one this Christmas, one next Christmas, and a third one the following Christmas, like they did with Lord Jesus, of the Rings.
0: That's too much. Sod off!
2: Like seriously, just.
3: Did Lord of the Rings last three years? Wasn't there a gap three between years, the first no, and the second no, one?
2: Three years every Christmas
1: for three years because they shot years. them all in one go.
2: Wow.
3: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was
2: interesting. I mean, I would have thought most of the actors would be going on to other things anyway, so this is going to be tough for them to pull together. But no one's particularly hugely famous in it, and I think if they've got the money, they can probably what figure was, something uh, out. What
0: was Peter Jackson's last movie before this?
2: Lovely Bones? Yeah, he's only done Lovely Bones between Lord of the Rings and this. Oh, kind of no, kind it of was, Tintin, um,
1: Tintin a bit.
0: Uh,
2: King Kong? King Kong.
0: But that was Good on point. TV the other day, and that's, that is such a bad not movie. It's not aged very well,
3: has it? No, I on TV as as well. the effects well. look bad
2: now, don't they, <laughs> already? Terrible
0: effects. Jack Massive Black monkey. is goddamn
3: awful.
1: And also the bit where King Kong ice skates. <laughs> yeah. Just the, For nothing else, King Kong ice skating in Central Park. Do you
0: know, I, I only got that far... When the, the one time I saw it at the cinema. I've yeah. Every other time I've started to watch it, I've never I don't think I have any to desire yet.
1: to watch that movie ever again. No. It's My main long.
3: memory of King Kong was that when it came out on the Xbox, the Xbox launch, you could get a thousand gamer points just for finishing it.
1: Yeah, a lot of people play that game very cynically. Yeah. Whenever you point. see it
3: on someone's gamer list, you that, know that. That, <laughs> <they're> that, <laughs> an, that and the
1: Lost game. That's the right, ad, yeah. The adaptation <laughs> of the TV show. People yeah. just played that for was, an easy thousand it's achievement the same
0: with one of the Tomb Raiders. was similar. I can't remember Tomb Raider. I can't remember, but...
2: Well, I'm surprised everyone's so negative in this room about this, but...
3: I had a conversation last night um, about whether Lord of the Rings was better than Game of Thrones or not. And I actually think Game of Thrones might be better than Lord of the Rings.
2: I I wouldn't know if i I stopped watching Game of Thrones. (laughs) it got on my nerves a bit. (laughs) At
0: what point did you stop watching it? About
2: two or three episodes into season two. it It just started to annoy me. I know, I should go back, shouldn't I?
3: Yeah. The thing the thing that really I, no- I noticed, I just watched Game of Thrones for the, for the second time, all the way through. And the thing I really noticed is that it's got women in it, which Lord of the Rings doesn't. It basically has zero women. There's one prominent female character I can think of in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Whereas, two. Which two? You've got uh, Arwen. Galadriel. And I remember Galadriel. Arwen. Yeah. Huh? I, remembered Arwen. Yeah. Huh? I remembered Arwen, didn't remember the other one. It was Galadriel, who's Galadriel. The Queen C- of the Oh yeah, Kate yes. Blanchett.
2: Um, interesting debate though. Yeah, Maybe I, I, put, I put I put it on
3: Twitter and there was a bunch of controversy. It was like when I said Mass Effect was better than uh, than Star, Star Wars. Wars.
0: The best thing about Game of Thrones is definitely Peter Dinklage. He is amazing in it.
3: Is that Tyrion Lannister? Yes. Yeah, we um, also had a conversation about who would win a fight between Frodo and Tyrion Lannister, but we reckon Frodo might have an advantage. What with the whole Ooh. ring thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's got sting as well. Yeah,
3: Tyrion Lannister's like- got fight chops though, has not he? Fight Is chops. He, well, yeah, he, when he leads, leads I, everyone into battle towards. I, the I the am imagining season. a dwarf fighting seen with end of the chops. Season. Okay. <laughs> Isn't the best
2: thing about Game of Thrones the boobies?
3: <laughs> mm. Well, you see, there's a lot of that in, in there the, the more, beginning.
2: There's more women in it. <laughs> uh,
0: there's a lot of that in the, the first season. There's not so much in the second. It kind
3: of tells. Maybe that's why I stopped
2: f- watching. Right. Maybe maybe <laughs> you're it's, after different. Things. I went back to the babe channel.
3: <laughs> it's obviously one of those things where they they draw everyone in with boobs and blood. Like when I first watched Game of Thrones, I did not really care about the story at all. And I went back to watch it a second time and I I was like, I didn't even know what was happening in this. I was just looking at all the violence. and Do you like
1: boobs? Do you like blood? (laughs) Game of Thrones. That
2: was the tagline. That was the the teaser.
3: It's really deceptive though, isn't it? Because it's such a more complicated and and nuanced thing than that. But you watch the first five episodes and you just think, okay, this is extremely violent and sexy, high violence fantasy. But it's more than that.
0: I know he's supposed to be like that, but I cannot stand Joffrey. Oh, I, want I just to want to slap him! him right? I agree, yeah. I agree. But, but I've, oh, never, quite, I've, I've
3: rarely know. hated a villain in anything as yeah. much as I hate Joffrey. Oh, he's, he's absolute. No, nah, but there's something about that
2: kid that I, I, I'm, I, I, I don't even like. when Batman Begins.
3: I
1: don't like like the character.
2: I, I just decide, I find something quite annoying about his performance. Yeah. That's
3: sort of the but the whole the whole towards the end of season two you see that that develops. Does it? Does he get better at acting? Things I've not I've only read. Sometimes it happens. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel. I've only read the first of the books, but apparently there are characters in Game of Thrones that come up much worse than Joffrey over the course of it. So I'm just I'm trying really hard to discipline myself not to read all the rest of the books so that I don't yeah. spoil the season for myself next season.
2: Be interested to get our reader feedback though. Yeah, yeah. Which What's is better, better, Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? Our IGN UK feedback at ign dot com or Twitter, Facebook
0: slash ign uk. Mm. Randy Pitchford has been (laughs) having a bit of a chat.
3: Randy Pitchford.
0: Uh, He says that he's astonished that no one has ripped off Borderlands um, uh, because he thinks that the entire games industry is rife with uh, plagiarism, which it kind of is, I guess. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, obviously Borderlands did something a little bit different when that first came out, what, two, three years ago? Uh, Kind of mixing role-playing with shooting. um, And no one has really kind of done it, I guess. Like You do... In, in FPSs, you have character development, but they don't develop in the same way they do in Borderlands, where everything you do has such a dramatic impact on how your character performs. And it does that in Dragon Age or you know, traditional role-playing games, but not in shooters.
3: Yeah, why are there no other FPS RPGs? You'd think that would be a big growth area for the genre, yeah. given that it's really boring. Well,
0: <coughs> I still <coughs> think that... Uh, so when uh, I went to play Borderlands 2 with Stu, he tried to play it like Call of Duty, and you just get nowhere by playing it like that. Because uh, you,
1: wait, what 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 was he doing? Just I've never po- played Borderlands the first one. So what is it that if you play it like Call of Duty, what gets punished? Well,
0: every instance? every single enemy th- th- they're not the same. They're they're tougher. So you, in the same way in um, a role playing game, you'll come up against the level seven whatever it might be. It, it's the same in um, Borderlands, and if you're only a level five berserker. Then you'll get your ass handed to you. Right. So you you've basically got to go. I, I always back.
1: think of Stuart as a level five berserker. <laughs> no, he's
0: a level 50 berserker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's so you've basically got to go around the world building up skill points and just getting better at doing different stuff. Okay. So, so in the first game, uh, there's a bit where you, oh God, I've, is it Bonehead or something? There's a, a character you meet. And normally, if you meet him by going there straight away, you're about level five and he's level 10. And within seconds he destroys you. And I wasn't used to playing Borderlands. So every I literally probably tried it for about two hours, people (laughs) going back. Like sneaking back and like trying to fire off sniper shots around a rock, (laughs) this kind of stuff. And then realizing after all that time going, right, okay, I just need to get better, pick up some better weapons, and then go back. Uh, and then but Randy Pitcher said they put that in there purposefully to stop people from playing it like a traditional.
1: Right, okay. uh, Yes.
0: And once you kind of get that into your head. So
1: it teaches you a hard lesson. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
3: Um, it's and a bit so Dragon's Dogma esque in that way,
1: right?
0: So, to answer the question you you said a, a moment ago, it's probably not as accessible as traditional FPSs, mm. but at the same time, I think you know, I think that's the way we should be going. Like you know, having more of a kind of evolutionary, like investing more in the character you play as, rather than it just being you know a gun on the end of a hand, and you don't really kind of know who you play. And Whatever you do, whatever weapon you favour, doesn't really make a blind bit of difference.
1: So it's, that's kind of interesting because like, I think, by your own admission, you wouldn't play like a standard RPG, like because you don't have the time. So you kind of no. select the games you do play. But it's got guns, but that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> the, the, the FPS thing is kind of the Trojan horse. That's, it, that's how we yeah. get those people RPG, to play RPGs. That no, but that's a way in,
3: yeah, totally. and
1: opening up that kind of genre, like this kind of genre splicing.
3: But
0: also, it, you know, the thing I liked about Borderlands is the world. The thing I'm not a massive fan of. Although I do love *Lord of the Rings* and *Game of Thrones*, that whole fantasy world in RPGs it just grinds my tits.
3: It's because games it <laughs> grind your tits. It does, yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's because games are so bad at it, aren't they? Right. I was uh, playing a game that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. Um, at some point in the last few weeks, and God, the writing. Yea, you have arrived at the Tree of Life. Jesus Christ! Just stop it. And yea, you shall be judged here.
0: Whereas *Borderlands* is consistently funny all the way through. The mm. characters are really good and, and well-developed and and it just doesn't take itself seriously, which is, A, what I don't like about Mass Effect. It's like, God, it looks so po-faced.
3: Yeah, it is pretty po-faced. That's fair.
0: And more more Borderlands. More Randy. I'm all about the Randy.
3: Randy Pitchford. Did you enjoy his company?
0: I think he's, he's a great man with a great shirt.
3: It's a shame that I, I met him when Jute Nukem Forever was being pimped by him. And... He kind of lost quite a lot of credibility for me when Jute Nukem Forever came out and he was going on, yeah. on. He was like practically in tears, I remember. Um, it was when it had just been announced that they were going to rescue Jute Nukem Forever and he kind of stood in front of a room full of about 30 journalists and was very nearly like breaking down in tears about how emotional this project was for him. That's what
0: I love about him. He literally does put his heart and soul into every single project.
3: Yeah, totally. That is um, admirable. But the thing is, when Jute Nukem Forever then, when we played it and yeah. we were like, oh, like there was, I remember there's a bit in uh, in the demo. Where um, the first ever demo of Duke Nukem Forever, where you're standing by a sink and the washing up liquid is called Bitch and Go, and I was like, oh, see, mm-hmm. just not, it's just not—it's not even funny sexism. It's not, it's just that
0: is just a bit rubbish. Yeah,
3: isn't it? and I was like, oh, that. Oh.
0: Well, look, play boardlands, because it is. Yeah, genuinely no, I, funny. I have
3: nothing against Randy Pitchford. I just wish that he, you know, made Duke Nukem Forever better.
0: Well, I'd, only you know, he could there's have. only so much he can do, and I think
3: can't it, polish a turd, can you? The, the problem is, is that you probably- can pick up
1: a turd in Duke Nukem and rub it against the wall.
3: That's true, or
0: indeed so. your face. Ah. <laughs> oh. But uh, I think you know he put his head above the parapet and said that he believes in that game, and then he couldn't really do a three sixty as head of the studio, as much as he you know he might like to. I don't know. But.
3: I think he kind of said, "Look, it's." It, I remember him saying, "Look, it's Duke Nukem. It's never going to be totally amazing, but no. it, that game was terrible, which yeah. was a shame for him. Good yeah. thing that Borderlands looks so good." by comparison yeah,
0: especially on uh, they've got it running on they had it running on the new Samsung tellies which just look oh my god they look amazing you're obsessed
1: with these televisions I'm obsessed <laughs> if, if so, anyone <laughs> be <the> game, if <laughs> you just <laughs> demo a game for Alex on a Samsung television it's anyone game. from
0: Samsung is listening and they want to send me a series 8 television I will love
1: you forever thank you bye I'll have <laughs> one
0: of those as well if they're going no it's too late oh. s- dibs in first 55 inch thanks <laughs> cheers Daniel Cooper moving on yes
1: <laughs> seamlessly um, guess how many copies of them how many copies Minecraft has sold on XBLA? Six. So we've got six. We're starting three quite low. Three million? It's, th- it's three million. So you, know, you win a prize. What's
3: my prize? Is a free of copy Minecraft? of Minecraft? Did you that off your sheet? I didn't, although <laughs> no, I've just seen oh, it whatever, is written on the sheet. Whatever.
1: It's like you're working video games or something. Um, <laughs> this was confirmed earlier this week by um, Notch on Twitter. It sold more than a million copies in its first week. That is pretty Mm. crazy. And because
3: because Charles Evolution had the record for about five minutes. I know Charles Evolution. Charles Evolution.
1: Charles on yet Evolution. He's some great downloadable Charles tracks. Yeah. Um, But guess how many copies Minecraft has sold across all platforms? So that's obviously PC. I'm including iOS versions as well. One
0: trillion six hundred fifty-three billion nine
1: hundred thirty-eight million two hundred twelve. This is going to sound pathetic now, isn't it? 10 million? It? It's 10 million, Keza.
3: Is it? You're cheating. <laughs> I'm not cheating. This you, is amazing. You're you in
1: cahoots. It's like you read IGN. <laughs> like, or indeed know about um, video games. Th- th- which are one and the same. True. Um, it sold 6.7 million on PC. Um, more than 700,000 people have purchased it on iPhone and Android, which is pretty phenomenal, really. Considering
3: it it barely works on iPhone, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, because it's just free create. Yeah, it's not the actual game. It's not
3: actual Minecraft. I was going to try, but
0: it's a fiver for that. And I just thought, I'm not going to spend
1: it. Yeah, no, especially especially not 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 the the, I'd get it on Xbox. Get it on Xbox. I really like it on Xbox. Mm. It works really well. I
3: I saddled up a pig and rode it the other day in Minecraft on the Xbox. I was going to say, was it Minecraft? Hmm? Excuse me. Does it move? Does the pig move? Yeah. Yes. You ride it like a horsey. What, do you... You build it out of blocks. No, no, you, the pigs are there. You build oh. a saddle. You have to craft a saddle. I got this idea from a guy on the internet who I saw do it on YouTube. You craft a saddle and then you could put the saddle on random things. And I found I could put it on a pig. I just took it into Very the exciting. woods and make
1: it, made it squeal. Oh, Deliverance. No, I know that. So that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember when Bex was reviewing Minecraft for um, Ask Men and I came into the kitchen and she was playing it on the TV. I said, what are you doing? She was just stabbing a pig with a pickaxe. And then it just, like, the pig just fell apart.
3: Into blocks. Into
1: blocks and Into ham. meat blocks. Yeah. It's like this, I don't know.
3: Well, you cure the ham and then you get leather and then you can make other stuff. I was trying to help Bex um, make charcoal because we we had a fire and she had some wood, but it wasn't the right type of wood. So she was literally just walking between the fireplace and the tree and the fireplace and the tree and the fireplace and the tree. And I thought that game looks rubbish. But then I went home and bought it. And it turns out it's not just about that.
0: So why why were you making charcoal?
3: Uh, because it was part of the story. She, she'd
1: deed <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Well done, Notch.
0: Well
3: done, Notch. How rich must he be, I don't know. Too,
1: oh, too much money.
3: He that, must be so rich. That is
1: a bit of a phenomenon, isn't it? <laughs>
3: I just like that a game about making things and survival that doesn't look amazing is one of the most successful games of our time. This, I think that's ba- awesome. this bodes
1: well for SimCity. Does, think. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, trailer of the week. So before Batman, uh, they were showing off a new trailer for Man of Steel. Now we've, we've spoken a lot about Man of Steel over the past, I don't know, what's it been two years? It seems to have be, been in development for an awfully long time. Yeah, it's mm. originally
1: it was supposed to come out this summer, wasn't it,
2: Chris? Yeah, yeah. Pushed back. Um,
0: but they released not one trailer, but two trailers.
2: Well, kind
1: of. <laughs> well, like, okay. So what's the kind of main difference? It's the, well, it's the same footage. So it's exactly visually it's the exact same trailer, but one version has a VO. Um, done by Kevin Costner that's voiceover voiceover Um, done by Kevin Kevin Costner who's playing Jonathan Kent so Superman's earthbound father and the other trailer has a VO by Russell Crowe who's playing Jor-El his Kryptonian dad shall we have a look let's take a
0: look One day, you're gonna have to make a choice.
3: You have to decide what kind of man you want to grow up to be. Whoever that man is, good character or bad, he's gonna change the world.
1: And that's
2: it. It's a teaser trailer. So, underwhelming Exciting What do you think, people? Like, fair play for doing something it? different mm-hmm. I really
1: like it Because when you first saw the Brian Singer Superman Returns It, just, it felt like a long-delayed sequel to the Richard Donner movies Whereas that looks distinctly different So he's working on a fishing boat
3: <laughs> Is that part of the Superman mythos?
1: I don't I know I imagine it's got... Like, Superman always does I imagine that's for religious connotations, I guess What? Like you know, to like be a fisherman, like in mo- in the Gospels, right? I went so to he's ca- Jesus, I went to Catholic he, school.
0: It's the Second Coming. <laughs> I'll
1: teach you to be a fisher fisher of men, he says to his acolytes, his disciples. No, but all the all the Superman stuff is always tinged with is it? Well, is it a it,
3: bit Jesusy? Well, it is. Well, mm. it's
1: it's Jor sending his superhuman son to Earth to be a shining example for the human race. Right.
3: Never thought that before, you know. His, Jesus. And in, uh, uh, this, in
1: the sort of extended footage that you can see from um, Comic-Con, there's a scene where he's walking on clouds, like he's walking on water as well.
3: Uh, sounds wow. like it might be a bit much, actually. Yeah. No, I think if it feeds overblow, into it. It
1: makes it more powerful, if anything, I think. If they
3: overblow, religious imagery isn't just going to come across as a bit hackneyed. But, no, it, I don't think... It, it's, what, it's
1: got incredible power, that imagery, though.
0: Because he, he obviously doesn't look much like Superman in that trailer. Yeah. Um... And it looks very different from that, the one teaser image they released when it was that like six months? Yeah, yes, I mean it definitely. looks like
2: Superman's gone into hiding, doesn't it? Or yeah. he's, he's gone tried to gone, go go a and, and disappear for a while.
0: I, I definitely, think it, it's interesting. It's piqued
1: my interest.
2: It, it's Zack Snyder who did Dawn of the Dead and, and Watchmen. Do you think the actual film's going to be like that? No, bearing in mind it like feels a past- different
1: director's cut. That it's got none of the sort of tempo of a,
2: a Zack Snyder movie. And I'm just one thing that kind of worries me. If they've they've kind of seen all. Oh, Batman, dark, serious, mysterious, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of billion dollars. We need to make Superman like that. And so, will it be totally going down that route? Plus, you know, they got Chris Rowland on board yeah. now to produce.
3: Is uh, it an origin story? I don't think don't it will believe be. so. Either. I think right. there will be
1: a lot of stuff. Uh, what we've read that um, a lot of it, a significant part of it might take place on Krypton and it'll involve other Kryptonians. So you'll have like a sort of a, an actual formidable antagonist for Superman to face off against. Mm. The, the rumour is that it's General Zod. Yeah.
0: I thought, did that not. Michael come Shannon. Out?
1: Michael Shannon. I thought,
0: I thought it actually came out there. Yeah, he's General, General Zod. Zod. Right, he's okay. definitely General right, Zod. Right.
2: Um, he's got stubble in it, which got me thinking, how does Batman shave off super stubble? Maybe, Batman. Maybe Superman. <laughs> Quite good that no, Batman did
3: maybe
0: it. Maybe he uses his laser vision in the mirror and bounces it back
2: off. I just never thought about it. And then that tried to make me think, oh...
3: Does he have super stubble or is his stubble the stubble of normal men? I th- well, um, I think everything
2: on him is yeah,
3: like in, t- in
2: the TV
1: series, like, you can't cut Superman's hair. would just like, break scissors.
3: Maybe he doesn't grow hair from his face. He does well, the trailer,
2: though. Oh yeah, yeah, the trailer, yeah, he does. Fake, Maybe fake, fake, fake. it's fake. fake beard.
3: Maybe. Oh yeah, just stuck on.
2: <laughs> but I guess all the criticism leveled at the Brian Singer uh, reboot was that it was too similar. So yeah. it's it's good that it looks like they're going to go in a yeah. completely different direction. I'm down with that. Yeah, do you just, think
0: I, it's going to hurt it that it's not actually called Superman? Well, it it might Batman do. wasn't
3: called the Batman, was it?
0: Well, Batman Begins. The, the yeah, but yeah. then Dark Knight. No, I know that, but it, that was the second part.
2: I do wonder because mm. even when you just said Man of Steel before, and you didn't say it was Superman, yeah. I thought, well, will everyone know that? Yeah. this is the Superman movie.
0: And obviously, I'm guessing I haven't seen the poster, but I'm guessing it would be the S on his chest. Yeah, the S is
1: still there. Yeah. That's um, strong enough, surely. Like I, I, I know, I, I'm, I don't know.
3: Everyone mm. knows the Superman S, don't they?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. in Man of Steel. I think people would be able to get over that. The
3: mm. whole mm. Superman S emerging from ripped apart clothing thing. Yeah, that'd be that. interesting.
0: Like how you kind of do that, because obviously th- Batman is has always been grounded in realism as a character, but Superman's not.
3: Well, not really realism. He's a billionaire playboy who. Yeah, but do some of the yeah, very stylized. Yeah, yeah, true. Apart uh, from enormous wealth, I've either, always found that about Batman. Is that Everyone's superpower? like, "Well, do you know, the thing we'll about Batman—people, people always, people always go on about how you know Batman is is especially cool because he's not got superpowers." But I'm like, he's got billions and billions and billions of dollars. Well, so that's equally unattainable. <laughs> <laughs> if Alan Sugar were to fight Sugar crime Man. by night, the, he'd be very much more popular. That's Sugar a villain, surely, Sugarman. <laughs>
2: There's a film out this week called "Searching for Sugarman. Is there? Yeah, okay. really. It's on a tangent, yes. Is that <laughs> an origin story? <laughs> it's a documentary about a musician, but nearly. Um, so yeah we've got to wait till next summer to, to see um, that
1: one but just um, a little bit of feedback on the Superman trailer this mm-hmm. is from Roger O'Sullivan and he said um, before seeing The Dark Knight Rises um, the concept of a JLA movie without Norman's Batman seemed a necessity as the two previous were just too grounded in reality but after he saw the Superman trailer he could imagine a more sort of realistic JLA movie and he he said when he saw that trailer he thought What's JLA? um, Justice League of America
3: which
2: is like like the DC Avengers Avengers. Avengers. Yeah no they're definitely they're definitely um, I think making that to fit into that universe this is all going to be one unified universe from here on I think that Superman is going to be able to go in the JLA movie I reckon when that happens
3: But the whole point of the Avengers is that it was really silly whereas a JLA movie featuring these more realistically inclined superheroes would that work? Well they've got to do something
2: different to Avengers I think so
3: yeah,
0: but and then you've got to throw Wonder Woman into it.
3: Maybe when you put a lot of silly superheroes to? together, well, she's
2: you know. I know. JLA. I don't oh, like God, Wonder super Woman. Super
3: realistic Wonder Woman. Do you know what? Yeah. I'd probably watch that. Yeah. I could, but, but I could imagine like, she's, that. She's You're never going to make an
1: invisible jet realistic, are you? Like,
3: <laughs> maybe Wonder Woman could be overcoming. She has an invisible something. jet. Does she? Yeah, she right.
2: sits
1: in an invisible.
0: Is that jet. why she flies? I, I don't read much. On a slight tangent,
2: have you seen the? Uh, the title credits from the aborted tv show they did last year no i haven't it's on youtube i saw it the other day oh it looks terrible some of them who was still wonder woman who was wonder woman oh, what was she called um uh, it was an actress i don't know she's in friday night lights right. you wouldn't know her okay i only not know her friday night lights the but um, the w- ridiculous
3: but well. wonder woman is a is a you know a very old-fashioned concept of a female hero a heroine really isn't she so i would yeah. quite like to see a modern yeah heroine movie has there been one
2: Tried, Catwoman?
3: Mm, yeah. She's still a bit... Oh, no, I like Catwoman a Zina lot. Really. Warrior Princess?
2: Electra. Black I Widow. think
3: Xenia's probably the closest thing we've got to a Black, modern superhero. Has anyone Black seen the right, yeah. Black, woman, Black Widow's all right, yeah. Black Widow's good, cows. yeah.
0: Again, another slight tangent, but has anyone seen the Curb Your Enthusiasm with Zena Warrior Princess? I haven't, no. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can well imagine. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, a modern superheroine who is like properly, uh, you know, not, not just... A, a costume, but was a, yeah. a really strong female character, it would be awesome. I'd love to see that.
2: Well, sooner or later, it's got to happen. The, the Electra didn't work, they tried to do that one yeah. seriously, but. It didn't work. What about Anne Hathaway in Dark Knight Rises?
3: we just discussed it well
2: her. yeah but th- these are all characters in, in other films like to have a Not standalone, standalone movie. franchise yeah. to launch a, you know, a series
3: although the Catwoman and Dark Knight Rises I'm sorry I, I wasn't in the Batman spoiler cast because I hadn't seen the film but I bloody loved it I thought it was ace but the Catwoman was great because it gave her that edge of like she's doing all this stuff for a reason you know rather than just being mm. I really really enjoy I wish she was in the film more
2: yeah, well we've, we've got a lot of feedback on Catwoman have, yeah. actually yeah, later I, on, I, so. I don't want to do a spoiler with that but I I thought her reason was quite rubbish though but we won't talk about what it was. But
3: yeah, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. spoiler alert later. and will come back in a
2: bit.
0: So uh, yeah, that is the Man of Steel trailer. Let us know what you think by emailing ignukfeedback at IGN.com. So Olympic fever has taken over the office. Well, I've we're been all very a, sick a fair bit. Uh, it's only been well, it starts today. In fact, by the it started time yesterday,
3: didn't it? With the football mix up? <laughs> yes, well, I saw that on Twitter. I was like, Are the Olympics on?
0: <laughs> but that's well. There's two things about that. Why why do the Olympics start two days before the opening ceremony? I don't know, good you like question. sports, Chris? Tell me. Oh no, doesn't make any sense. Well, it's only the football. It's no one's watching the bloody
2: it. football anyway.
0: But still, it's like I would feel a little bit cheated if I was, you know, a female football player, especially if I was a, a Korean female football player and they put the wrong flag. Well, well
2: I guess it's because of the um, just timings, like football matches. They need two or three days apart to regroup. Re- whatever rain for the next
1: two weeks, so it's like
2: match will get them in early, so to fit it in. But no, you're right. You're right. They should just
3: do the whole tournament it's in a series silly. of ninety-minute back-to-back matches on one day. Yeah, yep. that would work.
2: I might Start watch it then. Yeah, Probably it could be wouldn't. really
3: fun by the end. Everybody <laughs> be dragging themselves around the pitch, absolutely knackered. At the end <laughs>
0: uh, but a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about um, the the actual video game that's come out, and uh, I think we asked the question: Who actually
1: plays these video games? But it's it actually tend- quite a lot of it's fun. Turns out we do. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we play We first time we played it at my desk, just like to pass a little bit of time on our lunch breaks. Yeah surprisingly funny and addictive but unintentionally funny unintentionally funny yeah and i think we kind of do our own kind of voiceover yeah commentary when we're playing it it.
0: it's also funny watching someone like stuart reed who has absolutely no coordination try and do kayaking
1: the thing is stuart's a very sort of technologically proficient man him on that game he just turns into a doddering old man and his character we were playing um sort of 50 meter breaststroke his character nearly drowned (laughs) which is impossible but she just like gave up in the middle of the pool and and almost had a breakdown and drowned on on the sixth
0: attempt of throwing the uh, discus into the side netting it was just like oh my god this man should not be let near a controller yeah but he said
3: he was going to play dark souls last year wasn't he was he yeah he sounded, He was really into, in, intrigued by it. Uh, yeah, she it. Yeah, he bought it. Yeah, he bought it. Everything. I was like, I'm not sure this is going to work out yeah. very well for you.
1: I don't think he. He
0: stuck. <laughs> he's with no, he play. didn't.
3: He didn't stick. He
1: with completed it. Max Payne in the other day. There you go. So it would be incredibly patronising to Stuart.
0: But that's all right. He's not. But he's here. rubbish. Yeah.
1: Right, okay. um, <laughs> but anyway, after playing the game, it got us thinking. Like,
0: if there was a video game Olympics or indeed movie Olympics, like, what would they look like? Like what events could you have to make a video game Olympics? Like obviously there are some obvious things like a marathon, like, like Dark Souls. That should be a test of endurance.
3: That is a test of endurance.
0: Like you've basically got to finish that game in one sitting, and obviously whoever does it first is crowned the king or queen of Souls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that IPL does some pretty hardcore stuff. Like this IGN Pro League, which is yeah. um, the IGN Pro Gaming thing, where um, it's it's it, what is it? Star- no, it's not Star. Is it StarCraft? It's League of Legends, StarCraft, so, 2. StarCraft, Starcraft Two, it, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's those. They're they're kind of proper esports. But that's kind of uh, like I don't know if you've ever watched
0: a live stream of one of those games. Like it can literally last seconds.
2: Mm.
0: I've been to one. Oh yeah, because it was at, um where was it South by Southwest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
3: can last hours too. Like a game, well, of, le- can. A game like, of Dota two a or on League, on of, League of Legends, a game of Dota two or League of Legends lasts upwards of forty five minutes.
1: Has there ever been a game that you're particularly competitive with, like a Mario game that Kart? you're exceptionally competitive with? Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Mm. Um, I like,
0: be- like Quake one, like we used to play it uh, in my office at the time, and it was only six player land, but we we're all of a Similar uh, skill level, but I knew where obviously all the power ups were, all the shooting spots, but also I knew the time distance uh, sorry, the time that it took for the quad damage to respawn. And I knew my path so well that I would run round, and as I was approaching the path, it would respawn in front of me and I'd pick it up straight
1: away. So you were basically doing laps.
3: Pretty much. Well, well you'd have different shooting. Routing. That's what, so arena, that's that's what get... arena multiplayer shooting used to be, though. You'd do a lap of the level, picking up all the stuff you were supposed to pick up at the right time, yeah. you know? that's. I mean, whenever you watched a, a really pro game of Quake or Counter-Strike or or multiplayer Doom, there was multiplayer Doom. Yeah, yeah, was, it was yeah. the same deal, wasn't it? You were just watching yeah. people take these, like, really geometric paths around levels. It was kind yeah. of, like, synchronised FPS.
0: But, it's, it, but again, it was, again, taking it a step further by, you know, learning how to rocket jump, so to get, you know, get over bits faster and do this, that, and the other. And, you know, sacrificing health for speed because you know that when you run over the next bit, you're going to get your armor back, that kind of stuff. That's probably the most competitive. My my
1: my answer is a bit boring in comparison. I used to to, to play um, competitive Pac-Man with my mum on a keyboard, like side by side. And I used to have WASD and she used to have have the arrows because she couldn't do the letters. And we used to play Pac-Man for quite a long time. Anyway, my mum was that, best? my mum's pretty good. Like the other day she came down and I said, "What games are you playing currently on your iPad?" I said, are "You still playing Drop 7 a lot?" And she went, "Well, not really. I've beaten your high score, so what's left for me?" <laughs> I was like, "Great, mum, thanks." But she's very competitive with Drop 7. Right. But I don't think Drop 7 should really make it into a video game Olympics. It's probably Tetris.
3: Tetris would be good for video but game A real Olympics.
1: life Tetris. Where you just get massive polystyrene blocks
3: so you that just you've got have to, to arrange build up.
0: them. Or they fall down. <laughs> You've <laughs> got to just pick them up and then do something with it.
2: Yeah, that sounds quite good. I think um, speedball would be good. If we could get speedball going for real, replace football. Yeah, I'd play that.
0: Just would you? Oh, well, you'd actually. You wouldn't physically take yeah. part in it. Yeah. Really? Totally, yeah.
2: You get my aggression that? out. Do
0: you have the physique?
2: Uh, <laughs> not, not anymore. Quidditch. <laughs> back, back in the day.
3: Quidditch. Should we make Quidditch real. Actually, they have. Out there is a bunch of people who have made Quidditch real, haven't there? Someone told mm, me this the well, They haven't month. How, how
0: can you make it real? You well,
3: can't they're, fly they're, all right, <laughs> thing, yeah, they don't things. they don't fly, but but Right, so <laughs> they haven't made it real. But they've made a real it's
1: life at the moment where you went. Oh, I know they have actually made that. Real. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: How is this all not right. on right. every channel? Okay, they
2: golden ball. <laughs> they've
3: made a, a, a real world equivalent without all the flying yeah, and think the
2: good about bits. I've seen it's on YouTube. It's like
3: lacrosse with brooms, basically. Yeah.
2: That sounds shit.
3: There is a whole league of people that play it in England. Yeah, there's like YouTube it's seriously it's no, quite I'm it's quite right, funny <laughs> there's I'll, I'll people running a... around on brooms with lacrosse sticks
1: so really?
0: really?
3: Yeah. oh my
1: oh no seriously you've got to have,
3: <laughs> got to have a lot flying. of spare time and there's, there's no flying snitch either so that isn't, kind of removes that. that there's like just someone running around with it
0: is it really? <laughs> <laughs> what, on, on the, the string rod. on a string <laughs> yeah. it around.
3: basically yes it's pretty entertaining wow
0: that sounds amazing so
3: real life quidditch turns out isn't very good and isn't real and isn't real
0: Wow, do you um, believe anything you see on the internet?
3: Um, a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> I thought bonsai kittens were real for a long time.
0: What are they? Small kittens?
3: No, they were. Um, there was this awful. It was. It was. It was a Photoshop. But someone basically made a website where uh, you you could order a kitten that had been grown inside a bottle, so that it was bottle shaped. <laughs> but <laughs> <What? laughs> can you believe? This. Well. <laughs> I was only about eleven. <laughs> but I really thought because you know there's lots of pictures of kittens with their little heads sticking out of bottles and sticking out of like pots and stuff that they were to, the to right support
1: shape. this with money. You were going to um, buy
3: one? But I wasn't going to buy one. I thought it was a. I thought it was an animal rights uh, breach, obviously, but I did think it was real. For her. it was probably I was probably about fifteen before I thought yeah, bonsai bonsai kittens probably weren't real. I think, can we convince Kezra of anything? I think so, yeah. We, I'm much a, more cynical these days.
0: Really? and I I It should be a two. challenge each week on the podcast. That's a really good idea. Get people to email stuff in <laughs> and you've got to decide whether Wait, it's, it's true
3: real or fiction. Truth or, 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 or fiction. fiction.
2: <laughs> each week we could put a fake news story in and you've got to see if you can rumble which <laughs> one it is. That's a
1: really good idea. <laughs> Actually, just did that credulous. this week. Minecraft hasn't sold anything yet. No. It's not even been released
0: yeah. it's in, fact, in the Mama, game. Daniel
3: did tell me Before we were doing the podcast He did tell me That I couldn't speak in German Into the microphone Because it wouldn't Calibrate correctly <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've got a deeper timbre When you're speaking German So I'd have to recalibrate
3: it right,
2: you, You'll okay. be surprised Actually none of this week's News stories were real We made them all up a, t- a Hobbit How trilogy, that's had- ridiculous That is ridiculous
3: How did you get that trailer together, it's well, really yeah, impressive well, That's
2: why it doesn't look like a that, Superman that, trailer Because
3: it's not That was
2: That's the Fred the
1: Fisherman
0: just movie Just went to the
3: beach
1: <laughs> And at the end, flying, that was just Stew on a trampoline
3: Randy Pitchford doesn't even exist
0: Do you know what, I think Stu on a trampoline Would make a great video Yeah <laughs> Now, that's an Olympic event I would love to see. <laughs> to the Superman music. <laughs> Get him to put on a little outfit with his pants on the
2: outside. Off Got, you go. Guys, can I put it back to the Olympics? <laughs> yes. okay. Although, that's like, was like that? a sport. Yes. Still on a I, like, I liked it earlier on when Chris went, sorry if this is on a tangent. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> um, any any uh, events you'd put into a video game, Olympics, Alex Simmons?
0: Uh, well, as I said, I, I think marathon is the obvious one. But also sprint. You know, you've got to get to a certain high score uh, in the fastest time possible. I think there's lots of things you could kind of... Um, okay. Import. I'll be honest,
2: I hadn't really understood this feature. Now I'm I starting to really understand, understand what this is.
0: discus with your, with your copy of Call of Duty.
1: How far can you throw it? <laughs> 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 That's so...
2: <laughs> That's not like the best sport to watch. What, like, or javelin with a Wiimote. Yes, there's a spirit. What about real life angry birds where you propel a dead bird as far as you can?
3: (laughs) 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 At some dead pig heads. (laughs) At some gangrenous green pig heads.
2: No, Another but y- you can't propel a live bird. <laughs> Why? Because no, it, it would fly? fly off. <laughs> so we're going to put battle helmets
1: on pigs. <laughs> would it? This is a video. Well, see,
0: I really like a, like a, a little kind of uh, accurate shot with a pigeon, but then you put a massive ostrich in there and then there's like, <laughs> a big bomb ta- like Then attack awesome. I think, a, a that, I think the birds Busan. would
3: probably die on impact with whatever you were trying to knock down with them. So You I'm know what they're like when they fly into windows.
1: God. So we'd have to put like a partially built shed around the pig. Well, maybe we'll put armour on them. A, a pig on, that we have painted
3: green or a gangrenous dead pig?
1: A necrotic pig, and mm-hmm. then to put a helmet on it, tie it under its. Yeah. Th- yeah, this is a video. This is, this is, this is. Everything's a, a video to you at the moment. It's gold. It's gold. YouTube gold.
0: Will that go viral? <laughs> it- I think yeah, but potentially for the wrong reasons.
1: Yeah, we are probably. Nah, it's animal rights. there's a breach again. It that all like that. Also, I
0: don't really fancy kind of going around London trying to collect ammo, just like punching pigeons in the face and then putting them into a bag so we can use them later. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's only pigeons in London, <laughs> unless you go to London Zoo then we could are there, all get those, a <laughs> <different> <laughs> there are all those there are all those parakeets ammo. in
3: West London, aren't there?
0: Oh yeah, they are, are yeah. They? yeah there's, like a, there's
3: like a flock of wild parakeets in in West London from some of well, the and bread
1: Video game and zoology podcast,
3: yeah,
0: mm. yeah. next IGN outing West London to get parakeets for ammunition.
3: <laughs> wow, what else can we do in a video game Olympics?:
0: I don't, I'm
2: spending that was that. it yeah <laughs> Can
0: we but throw what,
3: controllers at people? Is that an event? Is that a sport? Now it's just turning into random violence. Yeah, pretty much. Just things you can do that involve video game controllers and violence. What,
2: though, if we could get some of our favourite video game characters actually into the Olympics? Well, like Echo the Dolphin doing swimming. Against Michael <laughs> you know Phelps. Against Eric the Eel. <laughs> 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 Eric the Dolphin against Eric the Eel. Just My f- money would be on Echo the Dolphin. Well, did you watch that video? Yes, I did. Yes. It's funny, isn't it?
3: He <laughs> he winning by swim. default <laughs> he's amazing. and al-
0: almost not actually making he's it he's an
3: Olympic swimmer and he's he can't brilliant. swim he'd only learned to swim something like three mm. months before the first time he'd ever seen a pool that size was when he arrived at the Olympics for the awesome world. he should guy? have
2: got his own video game based off the back of that a
1: competition yeah. for the world's greatest athletes and a man who just recently learned how to swim yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there must have been a better swim which country did he uh, represent Papua New Guinea? It? It,
1: was an, it was an African country
0: Yeah, right. where I they didn't have one.
3: pools I guess olympic size I mean.
2: choosing the event Choose another event
1: yeah exactly
3: oh, but then again maybe got to the, be maybe he
0: saw the opening he just thought right yeah
2: why not i yeah. would yeah i would like those jamaican bob slayers yeah eric the eagle <laughs> eric the eagle wasn't, i think wasn't put- eric was it ernie no it was Eric, I it think. Was
0: Eric. Is it only Eric? Eddie. Eddie Edwards. Eddie.
2: Eddie. 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 Sorry. I'm flying high. Do you remember his song? No. He was a single called Flying High. <laughs> really? <laughs> Did he? Yep. God. It didn't chart. That was tenuous.
3: <laughs> um, any others? old well, Sonic would be a shoe-in for all the sprints, wouldn't he? <laughs> that would be a bit unfair.
2: I don't know. you saying Bolt's pretty fast.
3: Is he as fast as Sonic? I don't know. I don't it's it's Sonic great. is the fastest hedgehog in Did the we, world.
2: But, but what's <laughs> he been clocked at?
3: Look this up. Yeah. I bet you anything there's a stat on the internet about how fast Sonic can run.
2: I think he would be Usain Bolt, but I think it would be a hell of a race. I mean, but he does got, the
3: little spinny thing, doesn't he? Usain Bolt who, does that.
2: And
3: he? Usain, yeah. you
2: got to remember, Usain Bolt is six foot five. Uh, Sonic's very small.
3: Because yeah. <laughs> um, they were saying
2: the reason that one of the reasons Usain Bolt does so well is that he takes, I think, seven or eight less strides than all the yeah, other okay. sprinters. Yeah, he's yeah, but, he has but he's disinvol- start. Yeah. yeah, he's got a slow start because of his height. Right, it's harder for him to get out of the blocks, but right. then he makes up for it. Yeah. Um, that would be a good race, though. Because Sonic st- starts strongly, doesn't I'm it? I'm
3: imagining Sonic as the size of an actual hedgehog now, which I've never done before. I've always yeah. thought of him as, like, person-sized.
2: Well, that's <laughs> what, said, what yeah. I just did well, as well. That's only because... Like, six-foot-five <laughs> man next to this tiny hedgehog.
0: <laughs> like, when you've walked and around like, video game shows, there have been...
3: Yeah, there's Sonics, yeah. Can
0: we do this?
1: Can we have a picture of Usain Bolt and a tiny, tiny hedgehog that we spray-painted blue?
2: <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs> the cruelty
1: so, that was shoes on him.
2: God.
0: Oh, but little shit. Really Guys,
2: I really hope the NSPCA isn't <laughs> listening to this podcast because we're in a lot of trouble. We're deriving right a lot of pleasure from torture. Animal animals. cruelty. Well, can, can I add a couple of people to the 100 meter sprint then? So we've got Usain Bolt, Sonic the Hedgehog, and I'd quite like from the movies Ethan Hunt and Jason Bourne because they run really fast. I like watching them run. And I don't think they've done a race. Tom really Cruise fast? is great running. Tom Cruise, have you seen him run? Yeah, but you want it's him, an old man. Well, you want him running much down running. a building,
0: that's what you want to do.
2: Well, yeah, but a building would have to be collapsing behind him, yeah. or something like that. that. That would that, make all God, the
3: Olympic events more exciting. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, you, you set off, world record, and the camera if,
2: not side on from the finishing line.
1: Yeah. Which one's going to die? Yeah.
3: So be, set that's off a really
1: of tiny agency.
2: atomic bomb just behind them, Yeah. and they've got to get out of the then Like have a shark in the pool.
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> Can you imagine if nobody told any of the athletes this? They all jumped in, released the shark <laughs> <laughs> We've
3: gone past animal amazing. cruelty, you right. know, and also just cruelty
1: I've to athletes. Sonic the Hedgehog, now this is bullshit. But apparently Sonic the Hedgehog travels at the speed of sound. Is that why he's No, Sonic? he doesn't.
2: If he does. Well he doesn't he in, the in the video game, but ball. that's
1: what's said of him. Seven hundred and sixty five miles per hour.
3: But nah. he doesn't
1: If we measure the distance From the beginning Of a sonic level to the, end, yeah, to the end Yeah We could work out
3: Yeah how many miles time. Per we second We should do that
0: Yeah but again We just We don't know the scale
1: Or could we get
0: Maybe is one he, of our listeners he, To hedgehog? do that? Because no, that
3: Is it hedgehog hard. sized Yeah what if it's he like a, a man it's, sized it's, Hedgehog No no he's is, not man sized He's hedge it's, it's someone's but, garden Green Hills zone basically But what about Dr Robotnik He's Oh, he's, that's a he's point. About hot he's he's Eggman. He's, he's very tall. small. I know
0: Eggman. So is he? The, is he the size of an actual <laughs> yes, egg? Yes,
3: he's very, very small. That would be to scale. He's not just it? a surname. Oh,
0: he's I'm never going to be able to place on again.
3: He's not an
2: actual
1: Eggman. He's just called Eggman.
3: No, he's the size it's of an egg, surname, clearly. That would be disgusting. I don't know.
1: I just think it's the most ridiculous conversation we've ever
2: Oh, <laughs> Or well, we just realised that this game that we all love is actually stupid <laughs> and, and we shouldn't <laughs> play it anymore. It's yeah.
3: about a hedgehog I don't think, shuffling across someone's not? garden.
2: Okay. we
1: never questioned it before. So what
0: about, obviously, in the Sonic and Mario games, they're always the same size. Oh, that's a
1: good point. Ooh, very good point. That's a good point. But is Mario small? Yeah, I think <laughs> he is small. I think he is a small man. He goes man. down bloody pipes. I think yeah, Mario is very little. Or Peach, like, huge? She's a tall woman? I think of her as a tall woman, but... She's the you- size of a peach. Uh, <laughs> like,
0: but that's how it you, works now. James
2: and the giant peach. <laughs> Is it a giant peach? James and... No, yeah. she's a little princess peach.
3: Right, I've always thought of Mario as small because he goes in pipes and pipes are small. But then he, he f- has a
0: mushroom
2: and
3: gets big. Mushrooms are small as well. Right, so- Yeah, but in that case, like, if you were the size of
0: right- a mushroom compared to... Or a coin the size... Compared to Mario, big coins, am
3: I alone in this? I always thought of Mario's like the Mushroom Kingdom, the whole thing when I was a kid. Of like as, like diorama sized, mm. like you know. He's, he's I always
2: thought he was little. I didn't think he was a fully grown, not man. like a
3: proper like person sized thing. I thought it was like a sh-
1: I thought it was like Bob Hoskins. He's a small man. <laughs>
3: really? I always imagined that the Mario universe was tiny and took place in some, some kind of tiny, like hidden place in like underground or something. I think mm. we're going
2: around in circles.
3: Is can, Mario small or big? Let us know.
2: Can, can, can <laughs> I put yeah. it back to the Olympics? If you want, <laughs> find be, a, Yeah, Link would be
1: all over the archery. Oh yeah, he'd rock out. Uh, Although everyone's got wrestling. a bow now. Lightning arrow, bam.
3: Prophet's got a bow. lara has got Very a bow. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Desmond's got a bow. Not Desmond. Yeah, like archery. That's yeah, a there's a actually a event. lot of people with bows as Hawkeye. of the e3.
0: And neck stabbing. That's an event.
3: Olympic neck stabbing. Yeah. Yep. What
2: about the transporter in the diving? Jason Statham, twelfth in the world back in 1996 or something. Get him in. What? Jason Statham was a professional well, diver before was he, really? he was an actor, yeah. Wow. He's, I think he's competed at the Olympics. He's
3: got huge hands, hasn't he? Oh. Has he? Yeah, divers who have enormous hands have an advantage because it creates an exponentially larger opening for the rest of them to slip Ooh. into when they get to the water. And now he uses them
1: in <laughs> films.
3: An exponentially <laughs> bigger
1: opening. And now, he, and now he's just punching people in movies with them.
2: I don't need to talk about Statham's big opening. <laughs> he's
1: what never a, had a big opening.
2: I don't know what sport they could play, but what about the ladies of Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball?
3: Ooh. They can do taekwondo and team. judo pretty well.
2: Yeah. fencing, just cover them up. Nicole Kidman from BMX Bandits. What?
3: Who's in on the? Who's in on the fencing? There is
2: BMX, isn't there?
3: Who's the best yeah. fencer in video games?
2: Um, I've got Verity from oh. Die Another Day, played by Madonna. Who's? The, well, a link again, swordplay. She was a fencing mistress in Die Another Day.
3: There's a lot of people from Bushido Blade that would be good at it. Ninja Gaiden. Ninja. Ooh.
1: That'd be that be awful. It'd be like a massacre. i
3: have just i just trying to think of some good sword fighting games and I can't. All of a sudden, good games a, with swords uh, in.
0: What uh, what was that Wii game?
3: Oh, uh, Red Steel. Yeah, yeah, the guy and that wasn't very good. Ah. Uh. You know, he'd just be flailing around basically.
0: But I do like the idea of like um, the the kind of rapid fire pistol, and you just
1: use a think, rocket launcher instead. I think Link would, would actually be a very good all round Olympian. Because you could he do more Thompson. Yeah. The equestrian. Yeah. Put him in heptathlon. Like, um, yeah, he could do multiple events: Decathlon. shooting, um, bomb chew throwing, triathlon.
3: I reckon he can run pretty far. Math. He runs the whole of Hyrule Field pretty often.
1: He do long distance. He do. He marathon. does long yeah. distance
3: running. He never gets tired, does he?
1: He's probably he can, pretty good.
3: Yeah, gymnastics, bayonetta. He
1: could do swimming with the um, Zora suit on.
3: Yeah, he can do that. If he's allowed masks, then he can do pretty much every event in the Olympics.
1: Oh, that's sorted.
0: That's that's like steroids, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. We oh, not love well. like that. No. Natural abilities only.
2: I'll be honest. I'm not sure this has been our most successful <laughs> feature that we've ever done on the podcast. But I no, think I it's been very. It. I think it's been very focused. Though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I did look at it on the on the running order it's and go. Married is small. This will be interesting. Is he bigger or smaller? A, a than Sonic? P- <laughs> I
2: don't know. I, I would say I, better feature we did was I the, don't uh, exist. The Dark Knight Rises spoiler cast. And I think we've had some feedback on that front. Have we not, people? Yeah. Um, lots of good feedback. Lots of people want to talk about we the movie. We should say spoilers Spoiler
1: point. alert. We're going to be talking about, explicitly about, um, very crucial
2: points of the film. If you've not seen The Dark Knight Rises, scroll through the next 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, scroll.
1: Scroll. <laughs> Unwind the podcast. Um first bit of feedback is from pat barkley um it's not really a question he just wanted to say if nothing else proves this the dark Knight rises shows that movies don't have to be in 3d
0: yes yep biggest opening of a 2d movie
2: there you go well said pat um and next bit of feedback. they don't have to be in 3d but they can be if it's done well Dreads, That's just very... don't put it to every can bloody task
0: and maybe you know this or maybe you don't but um obviously it's the biggest opening of a 2d movie but where does it fit in
2: it's quite far behind. Is I've, it? I've got some, um, yeah, in fact, I've got some boxes office details. Is it done in terms here. of numbers well, of they, people who've gone about to, to that see it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll come back is to that. Is it done,
3: sorry, is it done in, in terms of number of people who've gone to see it or in terms of number of money that's been spent money on it? That's money that's been spent. Oh, okay, so 3D films have an advantage because they're more expensive to Yeah, buy the ticket, they do.
2: Right? Um, but also, Dark Knight is an IMAX, which gives, you know, they're more expensive tickets. It's just right. there's not as much IMAX screenings as there are 3D but- screenings, so.
0: Also, it opened on a Friday, whereas the Avengers opened on a what? I like they keep Wednesday creeping or forward, or don't they? Like, like, Wednesday, so. Tuesday. Yep. I'll come to that. <laughs> All
1: right, let's come to that. <laughs> All right, um Andrew Greig actually has a question. He says, um, do you think if Heath Ledger didn't die, Christopher no- would Christopher Nolan have ended the Batman trilogy? Would he still have made a third movie? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. And I think. Um, I think it'd be largely this movie. Yeah, uh, although I think the Joker would have, would have yeah, cropped up. They would, def- I think would he have would teamed have up with Bane or, or would he just have been like. A- I think it would have been like a 20 minute introduction sequence, like a 15 minute sequence at the beginning.
3: Guys, you know when um, there was all that controversy of no one being able to understand Bane? Mm-hmm. Um, was that the first sequence? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so that was what was shown to people, right? That first fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah,
2: but an entirely unintelligible version of it. Yeah. yeah. So feel, did, did they, they redo
3: coming. it? Then they. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, it's, yeah. Different. Yeah. it's like unrecognizable. The, 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 the His voice so much so that he then goes back to being a little less intelligible throughout the rest of the film. I think, but that particular scene, he couldn't be clearer.
3: Yeah. I noticed that it was really weird because because uh, I remember I remember that being con- controversial and then uh, like halfway through the film there's a bit where he literally just goes <laughs> and I was like ah that's what people were talking about because yeah. that first scene I was oh it's very clear actually yeah yeah fine. you, you know-
0: literally and, and we were both like really trying to listen you couldn't understand a word
2: yeah because we knew going in that there was a problem so yeah. you think oh well I'll really pay attention I actually couldn't believe how bad it was when I actually finally saw it yeah I just thought,
1: Well,
0: the original really?
3: the original yeah. yeah. dubbing
1: I so I went to see um, Mission Impossible at the IMAX and I just. I just thought,
2: oh, come on, you know, I bet it's not that bad. It was. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. understand what you are saying at all. So good they kind of sorted that out. Um, I have an email from Callum Rudd who says, um, well, talking about the, the rather controversial ending. He says, you mentioned the ending of what Alfred sees, but how do we know it's not one of his visions that he says he has? Could it not be that Bruce Wayne is actually dead and he is seeing him like he envisioned in the cafe previously mentioned?
3: But then, how about the autopilot being fixed? Yeah. That doesn't make sense then. No.
2: Also, I questioned the bat surviving the bomb to have someone tell me it was in the original paint scheme, meaning it was another bat.
1: This is a thing I brought up on the spoiler cast video. Oh. Was um, I thought about this we're, we're at the end when Lucius Fox they're back in sort of the R and D section of Wayne Tower and there's a bat and they find out that the the, the autopilot's been fixed. Yeah. This when I saw it for the second time, it there was a, a way around this it was a software update right so batman's bruce wayne's obviously fixed it in his version of the bat and that's been uploaded to the one in wayne tower but this opens up another plot hole that if there was another bat in wayne tower why didn't bane steal that one because he stole all the other equipment
0: or could it have been built after bane
1: I know I, don't, I think it's no because it would have had to have been updated and it's. I think it's the one that he originally shows him right at right. the beginning of the movie when he says to him yes it does come in black yeah, 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 yeah. but you know it's a minor niggle
3: so what are the plot holes because people have been people who are negative about the Dark Knight have been saying it's too well, full of why doesn't
1: holes. why doesn't Bane tell everyone that Batman
2: is Bruce Wayne how does why Bane get they? Bruce Wayne to that prison why, why wouldn't he though like he seems to know what well, sorry how does Batman get Bruce Wayne to that prison, and then how does Bruce Wayne get back from that prison? Yeah, why how does his back f- heal up so quickly? how does it? Well, it well,
3: took months, didn't it? Months and months and months. his to, back healing up? I no, thought he was in the prison for like a year. No, like no,
1: no. eighty-three days. Eighty-three days. It says right, on the television.
3: Yeah. Well, all right, that is pretty stupid then.
1: It depends how severe, like dislodge, I don't know. But it's, yeah. He it's had still, a vertebra that, sticking, that, sticking out. Didn't yeah.
3: Out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was broken, but apparently not.
1: No. We have a, we have a talk just we have explored ahead. a few uh, of these uh, previously. Uh, another one Sorry. is like when when, when when Bruce Wayne arrives back in Gotham after escaping the Lazarus. Pit. How do you get
3: in to Gotham?
1: That's one. The that. other one is when he's captured he across ice. When he's captured by Bane's men, why don't they just take him directly to Bane? They capture him as Bruce Wayne. Mm. So is Bane obviously not told his men that Bruce Wayne is Batman. How
3: does Bane know that Bruce Wayne is Batman again?
1: This is another one Presumably it's through Talia Yeah Because he says When he first faces off With him He says Oh let's not stand on Formalities Mr. Wayne Oh And Presumably he found found out Through Ra's al Ghul
3: Yeah both Ra's al Ghul
1: died
2: Just after he found out Didn't he I know He knew that He went back to Gotham To become Batman Right um, coming back to what Callum said, though, I, I didn't actually feel any ambiguity in that final scene. I don't think so. When Alfred sees him, I think he sees him, and I, I don't question that being a dream. Is he, at he all. with
3: Catwoman as well? Or yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it just not, there's
2: not enough
1: in that ending to authorize that interpretation. I don't. No. think. and because all his pre and Alfred always says in the earlier he says, "And you were never there. You were never there every time I went to that cafe in Florence." So it's not
2: like yeah, yeah, some bizarre fantasy. No, so I'm I'm not with that one.
3: I have some feedback from Rob Campbell, who says, "Um, When I first heard about Anna Hathaway being cast, I wasn't really behind it because she seemed a bit too nice for the role. But the first scene in Wayne Manor when she just drops the timid maid act and robs Wayne blind was fantastic. And later in the bar fight when she goes from kicking serious arse to being a screaming wreck when the SWAT teams arrive really sold me. I was very disappointed when she was pretty much forgotten about in the middle of the film.
0: I think that was the worst bit. She she does nothing for the middle of the movie, but
3: yeah, that I wanted more because also I wanted to know what she could possibly have done that would have required erasing her from every database on the earth. Mm. That was that was a point of intrigue with Catwoman for me.
2: Yeah, and it didn't just seem, didn't seem to be the most interesting thing for her to be desperate to do. It felt like she was pretty adept at, you know, faking things, and you know she'd got into Wayne Manor and this job and things. It just seemed like quite a, a mild kind of.
3: No cuz like obviously the, the net has been closing on her for you know years and years and she's been running and running and she's probably just like I'm tired of running.
1: Well I think her main function is to be the way out for Batman at the end yeah. when he can run away because he gives her the blank slate technology which will erase her criminal record or any trace of her on any digital system um sort of mainframe in the world. So he, she's his kind of ticket to ride at the end of the movie the way that he escapes
2: but it just felt like quite a dull McGuffin. Yeah. Did they so get?
3: Did they have? Did they get kids in the end? Because that was always the thing. Yeah. When uh, he, uh, what's his face? Um, Alfred was always like, oh, "I always imagined you with a wife, a couple of nice kids." Well, it's, uh, it's
1: implied that he's going to go off and have a life, but
3: have little cat bats. Cat bats
1: <laughs> in bottles. Um, next bit of feedback is from. Alex Holloway, and he's, we all talked about our favourite scenes in the movie last week, and he said this, none of us picked this one actually, it's where Batman and Catwoman are fighting side by side, and then Bane turns up, and they run away, and they jump off the rooftop together, it's quite a comic book Mm. moment, where they jump onto the bat, and Bane kind of swaggers in, and he clutches his um, jacket, he said it reminded me of, um, in Star Wars, when Darth Vader kills Obi-Wan, and turns and walks towards the door as it shuts, right Uh, and that's his favourite part of the movie.
3: I, I definitely need to see it again. I really enjoyed the way Bane was always like mm. swaggering around with his with his hands gripping his, his jacket lapels that was awesome. Uh, I've got an email from Brent
0: Carpenter who says I agree that Talia's death scene was a little bit B movie. Uh, Bane flitting off to incarcerate Bruce Wayne right in the middle of an armed takeover of Gotham was a little bit silly uh, but he likes the idea of us actually getting to see Bruce happy and living his life as well so it's a tough one to call as to where they should have les- left the film uh, uh, anyway, he fused the film in very much the same way as his driving test back in 1998. I have no idea where he's going with this. It's quite good, actually. Uh, I was very nervous beforehand and racked up f- 14 minor faults during the test. I, I passed. Really? 14 minor faults seems like quite a lot. I don't particularly want to be driving on the same roads as someone who's had 14 minor faults. But anyway, he passed and to this day he's an excellent driver, apparently. Uh, anyway, the sum of uh, Dark Knight Rises faults may have made an inferior film fail... There was just too much right with the conclusion of the trilogy to deny it a pass for flying colours. I agree. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think we all felt that.
0: Uh, it's a bit playing, like
3: when Skyrim came out and it had millions of bugs, but it was still so good that it didn't really matter. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and then finally he talks about uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing the bat. He's happy for him to take up the mantle uh, in our imaginations, but his heart said that's where it should say. Uh, mm. and that's I, very well maybe. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I don't want to see him...
1: No, Batman. Isn't he too short? I mean, I know but it's, it's got stupid... nothing
0: to do with him,
3: but that's that's that part of Batman done. I just yeah. like the sentiment
1: else. of it that Batman is immortal I don't need to see him as Batman. Yeah, no.
3: Yeah, the, yeah. The sentiment of there always needing to be a Batman, no matter who it is, just some powerful um, sense of justice. Who's uh, an orphan?
1: And it's and it, Commissioner Gordon says it in the movie at the end. He goes, "The world needs to know who this is," and he goes, "The world knows who it was. It was the Batman." Yeah. So yeah, there you go.
2: Is that it for the Batman feedback? I think it is. We're Mm. all done. So now we're going
1: on to the regular feedback. So spoilers over at this point. Um, First bit of feedback relates to our movie pitches that we did a couple of weeks ago. This is from Nate, who lives in Mauritius. So we'll put him on the map. He said he loved Chris's Bomberman pitch which I think has gone down the best out of all our crap movie pictures. (laughs) And the first one, um, Nate's got his own here, which is for Pokemon. So the treatment is dark and futuristic. The creatures aren't cute. They're quite scary. These new creatures now populate the wilderness. Humans live in sealed cities and only the bravest dare go outside. Ash, played by Andrew Garfield, lives with his mother, Sigourney Weaver, in the slums. His mum is terminally ill and requires treatment they cannot afford. Ash goes out and steals from Professor Oak's lab and he discovers Pikachu, but he's not cute and cuddly. He's quite aggressive and scary. So the treatment is, think real steel meets Jurassic Park. Mm. What do you think?
3: That's shitting all over Pokemon, isn't it?
1: Nate, you've, you've, you've shat on In a fairly
3: awesome way though. It's Ah. just, I've got that, I've got that, um, oh my God, my childhood feeling. I you know, like when people hate cool. it, when people change yeah. things, it does yeah. sound cool. But I've I've got the instinctive because I suppose fear they've made change. a
1: Pokemon, they've made a Pokemon movie, I guess they've made another movie. They've made like eleven Pokemon yeah. movies.
3: Yeah. yeah. So they're not very good. Yeah, so it sounds so better than the. the who did you get Pokemon to direct movies.
2: that, Chris?
1: Gareth Edwards.
2: Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have an email from James Masters um, who says, uh, "Loved Tilly's Bomberman adaptation. <laughs> I'd happily donate up to ten whole pounds on a Kickstarter to see that." So. Let's start that. We're nearly there with the budget. <laughs> <Shouldn't> <laughs> um, another million. Uh, thank you, James. He, he's done his own pitch, which was a little bit long here, but he's done um, his, his own pitch. Uh but it's uh Pixar presents Grim Fandango. Uh, he's got Antonio Banderas voicing Manny, Penelope Cruz voicing Mech, and um Spanish other Spanish people voicing the rest. Like, other <laughs> Spanish actors. <laughs> um They're and awesome. he, he wants uh, Pete Do- Pete Doctor directing it, Pete Doctor did Monsters Inc and Up. So oh, that'd be great. He'd have it as a Pixar movie, so that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. and
3: Fandango as a Pixar movie would work really but well. Kind of
1: They're making a film based on um Day of the Dead. Mm. They are, little, yeah. So yeah.
0: We spoke this. We yeah. It'll, about be, it'll last be quite week. similar, won't it?
1: Yeah. Uh email from
0: Mark, aka Valentino Sparks says, I've just recently uh built up a pile of shame having just finished Assassin's Creed Revolutions and is now working his way through Batman, Arkham City, and Mass Effect 3 and Dragon's Dogma sitting in the wings but you wonders do we have a pile of shame and if so what is the oldest game in your pile that you have yet to play
3: I've, I've got I've probably got too many to I've mention I've got probably 50 games I haven't played at all yeah. I
1: really think bad. the most conspicuous uh, member of my pile of shame is Skyward Sword so I started yeah. playing that over Christmas I got like 10 hours in and I've said this to Kez before the idea the, the very notion of not playing a Zelda game sort of what is it now Seven, eight, nine months after it's come out yeah. and I've I, not I'm finished same. it that's disgusting. I'm the same.
3: Yeah. I got halfway through and then I stopped. But the thing is, for me, the pile of shame is not games I haven't finished, because I haven't finished I well, I rarely finish games. But games I've got but I haven't even played at all. And um, I think probably the oldest one in that list might be probably one of the PlayStation 2 RPGs I've got. But What's you're that? never ever gonna go back and finish I'm probably that. never you're gonna, no gonna to play this. There's a great there's a great PlayStation two level five RPG that I can't remember the name of. But it's it's really awesome apparently. It's got pirates in, it. I haven't played that. Mm. it's quite bad I haven't played Mass Effect's probably quite urgent now I haven't played that well any of them no no Mass Effect 3 oh okay because um, I really wanted to play that and I'd kind of but this, the, honestly the beginning of this year just I had about four reviews in a row and there was no time for recreational gaming Yeah. so it kind of screwed up Mass Effect for me
0: I, I want to go back I still haven't uh, played God of War 3 past the first hour and I've played all of the God of Wars through to completion and obviously with Ascension coming out in the next few
1: months you're going to squeeze it in
3: yeah I probably will I need to play the original Witcher, because I love The Witcher 2 so much. That seems that. a bit
0: weird, like having you know played Witcher 2 for so long, to then go back to the original. Yeah, the
3: original Witcher has many, many faults that The Witcher 2 doesn't have as well, but I'd like to know more about Geralt. Right. I'd like to, you know, apparently like, sword fighting's better.
1: Yeah. What about you, Chris? Any movies you've not caught
2: up on? Not really. I've got, it's easier I've got, with films, isn't it? It's easier with films. I've got a, a few, but nothing nothing major or classic. You know, stuff like Battle Los Angeles I can't be asked to watch, but it's sitting there mocking me.
0: You don't really want to watch it, though, do you? Not really. No.
2: I've got off quite a lot like that. Yeah. But, um, new...
3: Is it easier? Well, obviously it is easier, but I think the problem with gaming is that we're still in a kind of stage of gaming where it's not acceptable to have not played everything. Like, we're, we're kind of moving into a, to a kind of there's too much there's too many games, and they're all too different now, so I think it's it's going to be more acceptable to have just not played things, whereas now there's still kind of an attitude of guilt if you haven't played something good, even if it's something outside your normal kind of yeah because when I was a kid, it was possible to play every single good video game in a year, yeah quite easily, but now there's like twice as many good ones
0: and more than twice as many I would say yeah yeah it's there's there's, so there's many probably many ten times
3: games. as many games being released now yeah. as there were back then, yeah. so you could play there'd, there'd be there'd be like six good games in a year, maybe ten now there's twenty. Ish. It becomes more and more difficult. Yeah. I'm playing Spec Ops The Line because I think Spec Ops The Line is the first 1st person shooter I've been interested in playing. Like, really interested in playing for for a long yeah, time. i
0: started playing it. It's not gripping me, though.
3: Apparently, it gets good about two-thirds through. That's when it gets really interesting. <laughs> two-thirds? Yeah, I know. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, People have said to me, it really does do what it what it tried to do in that it makes being a shooter actually something quite disturbing and quite morally ambiguous. And in the beginning of it, it's like, hey, American Commandos have got lost in Dubai. It's, yeah,
1: and the first shot is just ripped from Apocalypse Now. I know there's a fine line between tapping into something and channeling it, but the first scene is just that is Apocalypse Now, where he's in the, the kind of the hotel room and the sun's bleeding through the blinds. Yeah,
3: but then apparently it does get really, really good. The last third of the game, kind of, and the ending is brilliant. Apparently.
0: But the problem is, is that you know, very shortly, a lot of very good games are going to be coming out. So you need to finish them right now, otherwise yep. you're going to be left behind again.
3: I have some feedback from Sherbetface, as he's designated himself, saying, also known
0: as Tony. Also known
3: as Tony, I'm conveniently flying abroad on Sunday, so I'm planning to purchase a 3DS XL in the duty free. I saw from your unboxing video that the console breaks records for containing more instruction manuals than known languages. I fear this will cause friction between myself and Ryanair's strict hand luggage weight restrictions. Do you happen to know the weight of a newly boxed 3DS XL what? console? <laughs> and as a side note, is it true the console itself is about 100 grams heavier than its predecessor? It is a bit heavy I have heavier. No idea. <laughs> What? I have would, you read that out? I would suggest it was given to me in high. It weighs a bit more. I would suggest just take the manuals out I, I
0: can't imagine. That it's a proper it's gonna, like
3: 500 grams of manual in there. But, but, it, but it doesn't weigh
1: so much that it's going to put your luggage over the top.
3: Well, it's it? Ryanair. The, the Ryanair does, is, allow you it,
0: 610 cons, grams.
1: Yeah, the handheld weighs 101 grams more.
0: I don't think Ryanair scales are that accurate.
1: No. Nah. I might be wrong. It might charge you though.
3: I'd just take it out of its box like buy buy the box and then chuck everything out there's nothing in it there's some AR cards in there 3DS XL and and maybe some Nintendo points if you collect those other than that nothing chuck it
2: out do it do it now is that it for the feedback? I
0: think it might be it is so um, anyway uh, as I said earlier lots of games are coming
3: out very shortly but at the moment not a lot uh, coming out very soon that's pretty much bollocks isn't it what have we got Wrecketeer Woo!
1: Sounds pretty rad to me. Did sure. you not
3: see the E3 presentation of Racketeer?
1: That's what I'm quoting. Ah. Where she goes, sounds pretty rad to me. Oh, did she? <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> went, do you like bombs? Do you like Kinect controls? No. Oh, sounds no. pretty, yeah. It's pretty bad.
3: Oh. Yeah. I was. Anyway. Oh, Anyway, Racketeer is out if you want to buy that for some reason. If you hate castles and you like Kinect. Yep. Buy Racketeer. Definitely. The Walking Dead on iOS is out. And you've been playing that, haven't you,
1: Creeper? Well, I played it for exactly 20 seconds this morning. It's the and best you,
0: 20 seconds of your life. I think
1: you and I both got very bored, but it's supposed to be very good, so yeah. I'm going to play that on my Is it too. exactly
3: the same as the console version? Yes. I played the console version, episode one, last night. Real good. Pokemon Conquest, which is actually really good, is out. If you want something to while away some time on your DS.
0: What kind of Pokemon game is it? Does it include... 150 monsters and the kind of general gist is you've got to catch them all
3: no oh. I'm pretty sure that's not the gist you got to play Conkers with them Uh no <laughs> I would love no. that
0: if they brought that up
3: <laughs> Conker West
0: anyway Conker West it's you got to play Conkers with a Pokemon in Westfield <laughs> no it's the is worst it-
3: pitch for a video game <laughs> I've ever heard in my life
0: what about movies Chris
2: uh, well, last week, The um, Dark Knight dominated. Uh, I opened with £14 million pounds, uh, weekend in the UK. Uh, and because everyone's frightened of The Dark Knight Rises and the Olympics, there's hardly anything coming out this week. Uh, the Lorax. Do you know anything about the Lorax?
3: Yeah, it looks quite good, doesn't it? That's I don't a, know. I don't it's, really it's, do it's, Dr. A, <laughs> Seuss. It's about corporate greed. Is it? Yeah.
2: And eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito is doing a voice, which is always good. I like him. Yeah, but I don't really know. don't really care, so... Everything's staying clear of Batman, I guess. Yep, go and see Batman again. Um,
3: How many times have we all seen Batman?
1: I've seen it twice. I'm probably going to get in a third screening before it leaves cinemas. I saw Avengers for the fourth time at the weekend. Which is a bit mental. You saw the Avengers again at the cinema? Yeah.
3: Is it still in cinemas? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I got a bit bored after... Unless I
1: imagined the entire Sunday afternoon.
3: (laughs) After the second time in two weeks, I think I've had enough of the Avengers forever.
1: Still doesn't be my record of seeing Jurassic Park seven times in the summer of 93. How old were you? Um, seven. Seven? Yeah. Oh, bless. So that's what I did back in 93. That was this week's IGN UK podcast. <laughs> if you would like to contact us, how can they reach us, Alex?
0: Uh, IGN UK feedback at IGN.com or Twitter or Facebook slash IGN UK. Uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, then please give us a good rating on iTunes. Uh, otherwise, we will see you, or actually, you know, you'll hear us this time next week. Till then, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>